Oh my god, he did what? Yeah, he sucks. But he's so hot. This is Hot and Horrible. Hey, friends and lovers. This is Andre this morning, Wednesday morning, and I am so ready to record a podcast and edit it right after this. Unfortunately, Emily's not here, but she will be back next week. Anyways, this is my first solo episode. So, like, what do I talk about? Last night, I also went to a show two shows, you know, one at the Lipstick Lounge uh, with Chris Hausman, and then another one with Misty Dawn and Audrey Jane at the Five Spot. It was a ton of fun. Ran into everyone. It was so funny. I actually even ran into Maya, who y'all probably love from the last episode that we just did. Did she sell me a house again? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is so weird because it's a solo episode, right? It's just me. And you guys. So get ready and buckle down for the best solo episode that we've had on the podcast so far. So as a solo podcast, you know, and as somebody who edits these episodes with our amazing producer, Alex, you know, we we listen to every single part like 50 times. And there are a bunch of mm-hmms from Emily or mm or even from me, it's I say you know a lot, you know? So, you know, whether you're driving or in the bathtub listening to this or wherever you are, you know, maybe you can start a fun drinking game. Well, maybe not if you're driving, but <laughs> you can start, you know, we want to start a drinking game or something, you know, that makes our episodes, you know, so you can listen back with friends and then it's like, oh, you know, let's get drunk to hot and horrible one night, you know, on the couch, not in the driver's seat. You know, just be responsible. We have a new game. Earlier this week, I was at Pins & Co. with a couple friends. And so I was like talking about the dates I've been on there with my friends. And apparently, I was flirting with my friend's friend, which isn't a bad thing, you know. But in my head, I was like, Oh, I'm just being nice because I don't really know this person too well. I want to make them feel included in the whole conversation because I already know the other friend pretty well. So it's like that got me thinking when I was, you know, contemplating this episode. I was like, what is the difference between flirting and being nice? You know, where is that line? So what's the difference between flirting and being nice? You know, I think it really differs between who you are, like, if you're a man, if you're a woman. But basically, I feel like if you're a man and if you're flirting, you know, a lot of people might construe that as just being nice. Or if you're being nice, you know, I feel like sometimes women can find that a little boring. Either way, it's like there's a line between being nice and flirting that just hasn't ever been drawn and I don't think it will ever be drawn but it's something to think about because for women to be nice a lot of men will take that is oh she's really into me and I feel like a lot of men just don't really know like where that line is between being nice and flirting like I'll have friends who get a like on their Instagram story And it's the craziest thing, but they're like, hey, dude, this girl's so into me because she likes my story. And I'm like, no, there is no way that's just a really not confront. 
invitational way of showing somebody that you're interested in them. It's clicking a heart on an Instagram story that goes away in 24 hours. Like, there's no way. Come on, dude. I'm thinking of somebody specific. So if they're listening to this episode, it's for you. So, yeah, when a woman's flirting, I feel like being nice gets misconstrued for flirting all the time. And there's just, there's no fix, really, except for guys to just, just not always just assume. There's really no line between flirting and being nice, but it's kind of, what I honestly think it is, is just your intent. So if it's your intent to be nice, then great. If it's your intent to flirt, don't be creepy about it, you know? And that's the thing. When you have an intent to flirt and you're like, oh, I'm not flirting, that's when it becomes creepy. Because it's like, oh, you have ulterior motives. So if you're flirting, just say you're flirting or, you know, just be honest with yourself and whoever you're flirting with because they might flirt back, even if it's nothing. Take that how you will. Another fun thing is where is the line between being a significant other and being just a friend? If, like, you know, a friend gets arrested at, like, 3 in the morning and calls me and is like, Davidson County Police Department, we're here, you know, click one to talk to inmate, you know, Alex Foxton. (laughs) That's our producer. You know what? It's funny because I, I would bail her out of jail as a friend, but it's, like, where, you know, for some people that might be, like, oh, that's just, like, a boyfriend privilege thing to bail somebody out of jail at 3 in the morning because they wreck their car. So the thing is, I'm always there to be available for my friends. I'm always available to help them pack. And yes, I will bail you out of jail. Just shoot an email to hotandhorrible at gmail.com and I'll get to it. So (laughs) friends and lovers, I mean it, we're friends. So it goes back to, you know, where is the line between significant other and friend privileges? You know, I'm always willing to be there for a friend in situations when you don't know if somebody's a friend or not, things can get a little dicey. And it's kind of funny because it's like, oh, are we friends? Are we more? For example, I know this guy, and he will do, he's in love with this girl. He will literally do anything. He'll lick the floor for her. But it's kind of crazy because she knows he likes her, and he knows that she doesn't like him. Or yet is the hope in his head. But he will do everything he can, whether it's like, oh, let me buy your food and drinks or let me pick you up. And I think it's crazy because on one hand, it's like, oh, like nothing's ever going to happen. But he's hoping, you know, that more will happen. So I guess it's just about intent where she doesn't see anything and she's been direct. So it's kind of just a bunch of mixed feelings. At some point, it's like the guy is doing boyfriend things for somebody that's not his girlfriend. And it's like, how do you have a friendship like that without compromising more or less or like hurting somebody and then somebody feeling like they're used? But that's the line. And again, that, that I feel like that goes back to intent. Okay, so let's talk about cheating because that's where a line can be like drawn very quickly And I feel like in every relationship you have, you know, you have to have a line to be like, oh, what's cheating? Because even for friends, you can cheat on friends because granted, like, if you tell a friend that you're going to watch Game of Thrones with them and then you watch like the first season and then you watch like the rest of the seasons without them, 
that's cheating. And you're a terrible human being if you've cheated. Show cheated on a friend. So then there's also like, is texting cheating? Sometimes, you know, I feel like I've seen this in relationships before where, you know, a guy will text another guy and he's married and his wife is like, you're cheating on me with this friend, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, is that cheating? But I feel like those types of things should be defined in a relationship because maybe it's not cheating. Is calling cheating? Like, it's, you know, a more intimate form of texting. I think it's just about intent because even a hug could be considered cheating to a certain person. I don't think it is, but I think it could be. So, for example, if I'm dating somebody and in their head they have a backup, of somebody they could date after me and they give them you know like all the attention they give them you know maybe that just a friend hug I feel like that could be cheating because of the intent behind oh he was the backup you know if there was truly nothing there that's totally fine and I hug my friends but I think it's just about the intent behind it so I think it's funny because it takes effective communication to have these you know, relationship boundaries. The conversation could easily start like, hey, I've been thinking, I've been listening to Hot and Horrible, and they've been giving me the best advice. And I just need help defining our friendship. You know, I would never want to hurt you, blah, blah, blah. It's literally so easy, because so many people are so chill. I know I'm so chill, where if somebody said that, I'd be like, yeah, that's totally cool. Like, you know, I won't binge watch Friends without you. With The Office, I might. But Friends specifically, I won't. But it's kind of a crazy thing because it's just so easy. And so, you know, basically with all these things, you know, whether it's flirting, being nice, or, you know, friend privileges, boyfriend privileges, cheating, not cheating, I feel like as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, you should be golden. So if you need any help, friends and lovers, don't worry. Again, I will bail you out of jail. had a story come in weeks ago when we started the podcast and Emily and I didn't really know how to sum this story up. We were trying to figure out the point of the story and how we can effectively help others through the story. So basically, we have a little summed up version. So basically, there was this guy named Mike and his friend invited him to go on a trip to the Midwest where they ended up meeting super cool people including like their friends, which um, one of them was a beautiful person who was like religious and was also rebellious. So the night they became friends, they went to a party and they got really drunk. And then the girl got really aggressive and called Mike a privileged little bitch, apparently. However, you know, Mike knew that wasn't true. So he quickly explained that he had earned everything he had and... So after that altercation, he went inside to play guitar. Then the girl found him to apologize for her behavior because she was drunk, I guess. And one thing led to another, and they ended up hooking up. So they got to know each other better over the next few days and then ended up in like a so-called long-distance relationship after going back to like college, where I guess they went to separate places. They made plans to see each other again during the following semester, but then... The girl sent Mike a text saying that she was late. When he asked what she wanted to do, 
she was like, because of her religious background, she didn't want to do an abortion. When he went home to see his friend, um, he found out that the baby wasn't his because the baby's race happened to be black. So this was a shock to him because I forgot to add at the beginning of the story that they're both white. That's when he was really hurt and confused, and he talked to the girl and told her that he couldn't care for a child that wasn't his. And I think that's reasonable. So the girl was upset with him for not being supportive, but Mike knew that he had to be honest with himself. So basically, Mike realized that long-distance relationships could be challenging and um, even complicated at times. So, you know, the moral of the story is to be careful when entering into relationships and to be prepared for the unexpected. So what would you have done differently? Hmm. Well, I think it's because it's college, it's really difficult to have a relationship because only like 2% of college college relationships work out. And I mean, I just met somebody who has a beautiful, loving high school relationship. They've been together for 10 years, which is amazing. But again, that's like very lucky people, um, which... I mean, I, 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 yeah, I consider myself lucky. But the whole thing, basically, I mean, yeah, long-distance relationships are tough. Add that on top of being in college and then, you know, someone getting pregnant. That's, that's, a, whole, that's a whole thing. I think, you know, he handled the situation appropriately. Um, and it's a very sucky story. But again, yeah, it's just like, it's a lot. So don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on Spotify. Tell all your friends, tell your family, tell your dog, tell everyone. You can find me at Andre Country Life on Instagram or Andre Country on TikTok. And you can find Emily at M. Sherwood. And you can find this podcast at Hot and Horrible Pod on all platforms. Don't forget to rate us five stars. Thank you so much, friends and lovers. Have a wonderful week. (music) 